بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين This is class number 19 from the concise admonition by Sheikh al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah رحمه الله تعالى And here he is reminding the person who asked him as to what is the best thing that a person can busy himself with and he mentioned to him the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be the best and then he gave some of the evidences for that from the Quran and the authentic sunnah then he went to say rahimahullah وأقل ذلك أن يلازم العبد الأذكار المأثورة عن معلم الخير وإمام المتقين صلى الله عليه وسلم and the least of that of the remembrances of the condition of the person regarding the remembrances of Allah is for him to keep attached to the related remembrances from the Prophet والسلام, the teacher of good and the leader of the pious may Allah والسلام, be upon him then he said كالأذكار المؤقتة في أول النهار وآخرة like for example the specified dhikr remembrances in the beginning of the day and the end of the day so like the beginning of the day after Salat al-Fajr until the sun rises and at the end of the day after the Asr until sunset these are the best of the daytime for remembrances as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned this in many places in the Quran like in Surah Al-Ahzab chapter 33 verse 42 chapter 33 verse 42 and glorify his praises morning and afternoon and his saying in Surah Al-Insan chapter 76 verse 25 and remember the name of your Lord every morning and afternoon and his saying in Surah Ghathar chapter 40 verse 55 and glorify the praises of your Lord in the Ashi, the time period after the midnoon till sunset. Then here, Rahimahullah, mentioned in the text, when you're about to go to bed, to sleep, and the time 
the person awakes from sleep وَأَدْبَارِ salawat and at the end of the prayers the obligatory prayers these are some examples of the timed remembrances where the dhikr is established then he added rahimahullah in addition wal and the restricted remembrances مثل ما يقال عند الأكل والشرب like what is mentioned when the person begins to eat or before he starts the eating and the drinking واللباس and when he puts when the Muslim puts his clothes or her clothes on والجماع and the legal sexual intercourse وَدُخُولُ المنزل entrance to the home والمسجد also when one enters the mosque والخلاء the toilet or the bathroom والخروج من ذلك and upon leaving these places وعند المطر and upon rainfall والرعد thunder and so forth like for example when one intends to slaughter or when one praises Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon sneezing and upon seeing the people afflicted, afflicted with hardships and calamities and upon the renewal of Allah's favors on the person and upon warding off evil and the like also upon mounting the mount entrance to the cemeteries graveyards upon seeing the crescent and so forth many remembrances and he rahimahullah then said وَقَدْ صُنِّفَتْ لَهُ الْكُتُبُ الْمُسَمَّاتُ بِعَمَلِ الْيَوْمِ وَالْلَيْلَةِ and books have been have been classified entitled the actions of the day and the night in reference to the actions of the remembrances of Allah Azza wa like that by An-Nasai rahimahullah like Al-Adhkar by An-Nawawi rahimahullah like Al-Kalim Al-Tayyid Ibn Taymiyyah as well and Al-Wabil Al-Sayyid Ibn Al-Qayyim and other books 
Then he, rahimahullah, said, ثُمَّ مُلَازَمَةُ الذِّكْرِ مُطْلَقًا Then afterwards is constantly and generally keeping on the dhikr. And that the best of it is La ilaha illallah. And that the best of dhikr, of remembrance, is La ilaha illallah. Man has the right to be worshipped except Allah. So when he said constantly keeping the remembrance of Allah and abundantly doing that, this is the admonition by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and by his messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as Allah the Most High says in Surah Al-Ahzab 33-41 يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اذْكُرُوا اللَّهَ ذِكْرًا كَثِيرًا Oh, you believe, remember Allah with much remembrance. He said, وَأَفْضَلُهُ and that the best of it is the saying, لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ None has the right to be worshipped except Allah. This is the best of words and of speech and the best of remembrance and it is kalimatul ikhlas the word of sincerity of tawheed and it's the covenant and it is kalimatul taqwa the word of piety and it is the firm saying and the good word and it's the first thing upon the legally responsible and the last thing upon him and it's the best of good deeds and the heaviest on the scale and the evidences for this are replete and from that is the saying of the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam خير ما قلت أنا والنبيون من قبلي the best that I had said and the prophets as well before me la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika la there is no true god worthy of worship except allah having no partner to him belongs al mulk the dominion walahu al hamd and all the praise belongs to him wa huwa ala kulli shay'in qadir and he is able to do all things then he rahimahullah said وقد تعرض أحوال يكون بقية الذكر مثل سبحان الله سبحان الله والحمد لله والله أكبر ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله أفضل من and a certain incidental occurrences it may be that the ذكر of saying سبحان الله which means Allah is free of all imperfection glorifying him being free of all imperfection walhamdulillah and all praise being to him wallahu akbar and Allah is greater wala hawla wala quwwata illa billah and there is no power nor strength except by Allah this could be better this could be better at certain incidences occurrences 
more or better than saying La ilaha illallah. That is because a matter could be meritorious in itself and on the other hand it could have an incidental merit as well and this covers many actions like he rahimahullah mentioned in some of his works he mentioned this matter in details he said Qiraatul Quran afdalu min al-dhikr for example the recitation of the Quran is better than the remembrances and that the dhikr is better than the dua the dhikr, the remembrance of Allah is better than the dua this is looking at them individually and independently on their essences however at certain times that which is preferred may take precedence over the superior and thus one should not abandon it for the superior like for example the tasbih in ruku' and sujood declaring Allah free of all imperfection while in sujood in prostration or in ruku' and in ruku' in the bowing position the, this glorification of Allah tasbih is better than reciting the Quran in bowing and in prostration rather the recitation of the Quran is forbidden or disliked similarly praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the salah in their proper in its proper place is better than the recitation and similarly the tashahud reciting the tashahud and similarly the saying between the two prostrations saying Rabbi O Allah forgive me warhamni and have mercy upon me wahdini guide me is better than the recitation between the prostrations similarly the remembrance after the salam after making the salam in salam making tahleel la ilaha illallah making tasbih saying subhanallah making takbir saying allahu akbar and making tahmeed, saying alhamdulillah is better than busying oneself in recitation of the Quran similarly responding to the muaddin, the caller for adhan and saying what he says is better in this place than reciting the Quran although we know the merits of the Quran over all forms of speeches and similarly the restricted remembrances those that are restricted to particular 
conditions is uh, or are better than absolute recitation. And absolute recitation is better than absolute remembrance. Unless the person may encounter certain incidences which would make the remembrance and would make the dua, the invocation, beneficial or more beneficial than the recitation of the Quran. For example, at certain times when the person reflects upon his sins causing him to make tawbah seeking repentance from Allah or that he may incidentally encounter something which makes him fear the harm of the shaitan or the shayateen from mankind and jinn so he resorts to remembrances and invocations in order to protect himself also we know that surah al-ikhlas qul huwa allahu ahad equates one third of the quran Nevertheless, it cannot stand to substitute the verses on inheritance or those concerning divorce and periods related to that and so forth. Rather, these verses in their times, when needed, is more or are more beneficial than reciting Surah Al-Ikhlas. Similarly, since the Salah, the prayer, comprises recitation, remembrance, dua, encompassing therefore all forms of worship and ubudiyah to Allah, then from that angle, it is better than the recitation of the Quran or the dhikr or the invocation done alone or done separately. Why? Because it comprises all of that. In addition to the submission of all the parts of the body to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the salah. So this is a very beneficial foundation opening the door for the slave to understand the levels of actions and put them in their proper places lest he busies himself with the preferred over the superior. And the one who comes to know this will attain a great deal of benefits. Putting these matters in their proper places at certain times, the preferred <coughs> can
cannot be attained or reached or achieved. So busying oneself in it takes precedence. Like for example, leaving the recitation of the Quran in order to respond for the salam, or to say to the one who sneezes Yarhamukallah, which is called Tashmeet al-Atis, although the Quran recitation is better, but in this case, he may busy himself in this which is preferred, and then he can refer or return to that which is superior. And so, the same holds true with respect to the rest of deeds if they fall in competitive manners. One may go to that which is mafdul, preferred, over the superior if he will miss it, if he fears missing it. So he tries to attain it and reach it and achieve it and then return to that which is superior. Then he said, back to what he said, Rahimahullah, the dhikr of Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wallahu akbar, wala hawla wala quwwata illa billah. These words, together with the saying of la ilaha illallah, are the best of speech after the Quran or next to the Qur'an, and yet they are from the Qur'an. Many are the merits concerning these words and these declarations of dhikr that came in the hadith. And inshallah ta'ala, in the next talk, we will discuss some of their meanings and continue the discussions of the book The Concise Admonition by Shaykh al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah Rahimahullah so this concludes part 19 or class 19 of this classical book by Shaykh al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah Rahimahullah ta'ala